Warning, do not operate heavy machinery for up to eight hours after listening to this podcast. All rise for the National Anthem of Australia. Australian soil, let us rejoice, for we are young and free. With golden soil and wealth for toil, our home is good by sea. Our land abounds in nature's gifts of beauty rich and rare. In history's page, let every stage advance Australia fair. Advance Australia fair. Beneath our radiant southern cross, we'll toil with hearts and hands to make this commonwealth of ours renowned of all the lands, renowned of all the lands. Those who come across the seas with boundless plains to share, with courage let us all combine to advance Australia fair in joyful strains. Then let, let us sing, yes, let, let us sing, advance Australia fair. Welcome to another irregular podcast. Today we're going to discuss a topic dear to my heart. Australian English and the common misperceptions that other English speakers have about its characteristic qualities. Joining me for the discussion is Professor Jack Bandicoot, the head of the Department of Australian English at the University of Sydney. Welcome, Professor Bandicoot. Thank you for coming in today. My absolute pleasure, I assure you. No doubt you are aware of the fact that many people around the globe regard the Australian dialect as being so full of peculiarities as to be almost opaque to comprehension. Indeed, yes. As an expert in the subject, is there any truth to this reputation? No, it's a complete furphy. So, as a country, what can we do about it? Should we just cop it sweet? Mm, no, bugger that for a joke. We can't have mug lairs telling porkies about us like that. I mean, fair crack of the whip. Where do you think this undeserved bad rap comes from? I got a Captain Cook first-hand one time. Some septic blow-in tried to crack onto a true blue sheila over a counter lunch. Being a typical flash jack, naturally he came a gutzer. Don't come the raw prawn with me, she said, and gave him the flick. He went burko and got into an argy-bargy with the blokes there. So he did his nana and got into a barney? That's what I just said. He was on for young and old. Anyway, the wuss took off. One bloke had had enough of this shock, he sook and coat-hanged him at the door. Perla? Yeah, so he was rooted after that, had a face like a half-sucked mango. Not worth a crumpet, eh? Too right. Anyway, when this galah gets up, he's useless as a two-bob watch. He spits the dummy and shoots through like a Bondi tram. Fair suck of the sav. Yeah, but next thing I know, this winger's dobbed to his mates and white-handed the place. Struth, he must have had a roo loose in the top paddock. Strike me lucky, it's money for old rope. So you see, that's how things got pear-shaped. And here we are, busting a gut like a wooden water joey to hold our end up. Stiffen the wombats. Let me tell you how easy it is to communicate in strine. One time I was tooling along the bitumen, flat chat, listening to the GGs on the tranny. I like a bit of a flutter, you know. Don't we all? So anyway, here I am, living the life of Riley, when the donk goes bung. Hooly dooly. So I lob into a garage, pop the bonnet, and tell the drunk guy I need to hit the frog. But my donk stuffed. He was fit as a mallee bull, but full as a gook, completely tanked. Legless. Blotto, three sheets to the wind. This grog artist was on the white lady and had a mouth as dry as the bottom of a cocky's cage. Dry as a dead dingo's donger. Tried to cadge a fag to suck on, but I told the bludger to stop shilly-shallying and have a butcher's at Madonk. Things are crook in Talarook, I said. Get crackin'. Did he give it a burl? Ah, if you're luck, he wouldn't work in an iron lung. He was all mouth and trousers. Thought it was bushweed. Too right. I asked where the dunny was and went to see a man about a dog, getting more and more ropeable. I was about to go hammer and tongs on him, enough to rot his rabbit wristle, but on me nelly he'd come up trumps. Come off the grass. Fair dinkum. Then De Booty invites me in for Tucker with the trouble. Chook and damp with the dirty great pad and quangers for afters. Ridgy didge. That's grouse. A real bottler. Bloody oath. I didn't want to stir the possum, but I had to ask if my donk would chuck it in. If he'd done a Clayton's on it and it'd go cactus. If he was trying to flick it on. Right. Suck it and see, he says. She'll be apples. She's Jake, mate. 
so we nutted out a few quid, pair of lobsters, and I did a Harold. Sorry to Pike, I said, but I had to get my strides back of Burke that arvo. And the donk? Fit for Rego. I was stoked. Hmm, I see your point. So next time some wowser gives us heaps for talking strain, tell the bastards to go to buggery. Thanks heaps for popping round, Professor. No wackers. Hooroo. All rise for the national anthem of Australia. Australians are let us rejoice, for we are young and free. We've golden soil and wealth for toil, our home is kept by sea. Our land abounds in nature's gifts of beauty rich and rare. In history's page let every stage advance Australia fair. Advance Australia fair. Beneath our radiant southern cross we'll toil with hearts and hands to make this commonwealth of ours renowned of all the lands, renowned of all the lands. Those who come across the seas with boundless plains to share, with courage let us all combine to advance Australia fair in joyful strains. Then let us sing, yes, let us sing, advance Australia fair.